as we've had the playing of the national anthem here by the MTSU mixed choir. And we are just about set to go. Defensively for the Raiders, Gabe Jennings will be at third, Brett Coker at short, JT Mabry at second, and your first baseman is DJ Wright. Jackson Galloway patrols left field. Luke Benson in center field, Eston Snyder in right behind the plate, Briggs Rudder. And on the mound is the sophomore right-hander, Kota Sato. Kota Sato will be making his uh, 12th appearance, his third start. He's thrown 27 and third innings, giving up 19 runs all earned on 31 hits, 10 walks, uh, 21 strikeouts, a 6.26 ERA, a one and one record with one save. And I tell you, most of those uh, earned runs came early in the season for him. And uh, I think, as you pointed out, he's had a couple of really nice outings uh, in the last uh, couple of weeks. His two starts were against Fairfield and Toledo. He didn't uh, get out of the second inning against Toledo. Did okay against St. Bonaventure uh, in, in relief but then has been used in uh, short relief primarily. Did come on against Lipscomb uh, in a midweek game and pitched six scoreless innings for the Raiders in a win there. And then came in in the uh, Sunday game against Rice and went two and a third innings, gave up one run, had a couple of strikeouts. So the Raiders are hoping to get some, uh, some innings out of uh, Sato today because Using six pitchers on the opening day Friday night, John, has kind of depleted the bullpen. Uh, and uh, uh, particularly since uh, left-hander Jake Cothran is uh, um, going to be out for some the season. time. <laughs> Probably the season. Um, broke a bone in his hand. And uh, so he is on the DL. For Louisiana Tech, it will be Davis, McLeod, and Droust. Their batting order pretty much the same. The Raiders have changed theirs up a little bit. Sato's first pitch comes in high for ball one at 103 here on a Sunday afternoon. Very brisk wind blowing straight in out of the northwest. One ball and no strikes is the count to Davis. And here's a strike called one and one. Home plate umpire is Gabriel Colon. Greg Howard is at first. Vincent Krajic, who had the plate yesterday, is at third. One ball, one strike to count. Sato's pitch hit high in the air. Let's see what the wind does with this one. Crazy stuff. Here comes Coker in on the infield and almost behind the pitcher's mound will make the catch for out number one. So anything hit up in the air <laughs> is going to be an adventure today. Boy, that has already been proven true. One out here in the first inning. This is a key game for both teams. That flag is fully extended, and it is blowing straight in from center field right now. Logan McLeod, the third baseman, takes a strike at the letters, nothing and one. McLeod hitting 295. He is two out of four in the series with two runs batted in. And the count one strike. Sato comes in with a breaking ball and that just misses one and one. Louisiana Tech all in blue. 
Dick, those may, may be some of the most unattractive uniforms I've ever seen. Got the red numerals uh, outlined in white, but uh, solid blue. Here's the pitch, and that's low for a ball. Two balls, one strike. Raiders in their camo tops today, white pants and the blue caps. And it's Bark in the Park Day, John. I, I actually see a, a few. Strike called at the knees. Did a good job keeping that ball low and got the call. Two and two. Actually see a few of uh, men and women's best friends around, scattered around the park. Two balls, two strikes. The count to McLeod, right-handed batter. Pitch down low for ball three, and the count goes full to McLeod. Benson swings over into right center a few steps, and that field playing fairly shallow, John, the way this wind's blowing. Yeah. Pitches oh. outside ball four, and he drew, draws a one-out walk here in the first inning. I think what you want to do is throw strikes, let, uh, let them put the ball in play. Here's Droust. Well, this has been a hitter series in the two games. Louisiana Tech's hitting 387, and the Raiders are hitting 346 combined. Team averages, of course. One on, one out. Pitch to Droust, low and inside, ball one. Droust is three out of 11 in the series with a home run. Four runs batted in. Was He might have been the guy that hit that grand slam. I'm not, I don't recall. I can flip a page and check that. The pitch is, again, low and inside. Got away from rudder, but not far enough for the runner to advance. Two balls and no strikes. Yeah, I think Droust had that grand slam in the fifth inning on Friday night. Runner at first leads. Pitch inside again, ball three. So he's trying to come inside to him, but he's missing. Yep. Three balls, no strikes, the count. Blue Raider infield would love to see a ground ball here. But three and oh, taken all the way, three and one. And now he looks down to his third base coach for the sign. That's uh, head coach Lane Burroughs coaching at third. Three balls, one strike. Swing and a miss. That was a, a high pitch. fastball. Yeah. Three and two. That one came in at 86. That's going to be about tops for Sato as far as velocity goes. Full count, three and two. We'll keep an eye on the runner. Throw another one of them. And the throw will be over to first. Now Sato comes set. The runner goes, and the pitch is fouled off. We'll do it all over again. So they were running with a 3-2 count. Trying to stay out of a double play or give that runner a little bit of a head start in case Troust puts it in play for a base hit. Another 3-2 pitch, and that misses outside, mm. ball four. So two walks in the first inning. Well, yesterday, Ham got away with that, but uh, – it wasn't easy. No, and, and and that was one of the reasons Ham was only able to go five. 
you you start going full count, full count, full count, and all of a sudden your pitch count is uh, is way way up there. First and second, one out. Here's George Corona, the catcher, takes the pitch high for ball one. Ham ended up throwing 105 pitches yesterday in just five innings. Corona, five out of nine in the series, two doubles, three runs batted in. Sato's pitch swung on and slide to right, but it's going to be a foul ball and out of play. One hop over into the bullpen. Snyder gave chase. Got some dark clouds moving over, John. Uh, One ball, one strike. Hopefully they're uh, blowing towards us and we'll blow right on out. Corona comes back. Yeah, looking out beyond the center field uh, fence, it's a lot lighter out there. I actually see a couple of spots of blue. One and one to count. Ground ball to short. And Coker can't handle the short hop. Bases will be loaded. That's going to be an error, I think. Yep, E6. Coker tried to play the short hop, but couldn't come up with it. Well, he had a double play on his mind. And the only way that he was going to be able to turn two was get that short hop. Here's Bates, and he's been troubled. Five out of ten, two home runs, a double, and four runs batted in for Bates. He is the DH today, takes the first pitch low and inside for ball one. He has 10 home runs on the season. Two of them in this series. Pitch is low, ball two, two and oh. Well, I suspect we're gonna see Bates on the mound at some point later on this afternoon. I suspect we're gonna see Coach Myers on the mound shortly. If things don't go well here, this ball hit to left field and deep, the wind's gonna hold it up for Galloway on the warning track, he makes the catch. Runner at second tags, the throw comes to third, but late, runners will be at first and third with two outs. And John, the wind gave us a big boost there. Well, it sure did. So a run is in on the sacrifice fly. Without that wind blowing in, that ball is off the Lee Victory Wall of Champions for a grand slam. And we're down four to nothing instead of just one to nothing. One to nothing, Louisiana Tech first and third. Two outs and the batter, Matulia. Left-handed batter takes the strike call, nothing and one. Should be out of the inning, but for the error. Sato's pitch, lined foul over by the clubhouse. 0-2 the count. Bouncing around in that uh, area behind the wall like a pinball. Off the building, off the wall. Two outs, first and third. Tech with a run here in the top of the first inning. Check swing, and they appeal the... Umpire, third base umpire, who's in the middle of the infield, says he did not go. One and two, the count. Cota Sato trying to get out of a jam here in the first. 
Delivers the pitch. Fouled out of play to the left. Count holes at one and two. Matulia, left-handed batter. He's a senior, the only senior in their starting lineup. And Sato's pitch oh. just missed inside. Fine. You can hear what our fans say about that call. Two balls, two strikes. Right-hander comes set. Swing and a foul tip out in front of the plate. Count holds at two and two. That foul ball didn't go very far. Pretty decent crowd for a uh, kind of a coolish afternoon yeah. with the wind blowing. Pitch is high and outside, ball three. Had him 0-2 and now we go full. So the runner at first will get a head start with two outs. Wright will not hold him on. Sato comes set and the pitch is high for ball four and the bases are loaded again. And that gets Coach Myers out of the, uh, out of the dugout. So that's three walks in the inning. They have yet to uh, have a base hit They've scored a run, which I think will be unearned, John. Uh, that run would, uh, hmm. It might be. Let's Can't see. anticipate a double play, but you it cannot. looked like a double play ball. So that would have been the second out. Jerry Myers yeah, on the mound. I, I agree. I think that uh, should be an unearned run. I think he's talking to the home plate umpire about that pitch that uh, came inside. Yeah. A moment ago, it was called ball three. Yeah, that was kind of an interesting route back to the dugout. So here is Williams. Three out of ten in the series. Two of those three hits home runs. He's driven in four. Pitch to the plate, swung on, fouled out of play. Williams struck out four straight times yesterday after hammering two home runs Friday night. Needs to get a quick out here. Sato's pitch, off speed oh. strike. <laughs> that one came in at 75 yeah. and froze the batter. Little, little curve the ball. Plate. 0-2 the count. Now he needs to get him here. Don't fool around. Bases loaded, two outs. One run has scored. And a little tap foul over by the on-deck circle. Count holes at 0-2. What do you got, uh, like uh, three full counts? Well, four, let's see. something like that. One, two, three full counts in the inning, yes. Yeah. That's a lot of pitches just in those for those three hitters. And the pitch to the plate is high, ball one. Sato coming out of junior college, 
Edmonds Community College. That's in California. He's out of Japan. The pitch to play. Swung on and a base hit to left. One run will score. They're going to hold the bases loaded as the throw comes in. And it's two to nothing. And that is the first hit for the Bulldogs. Coming in to score was Droust. So give Williams an RBI there. Everybody moves up a base. It's two to nothing. Batter is Safford, the shortstop. Three home runs on the season and two of them have been in this series. Hit one Friday, hit another one Saturday. Pitch is high, ball one. He's the eighth man to bat here in the inning. Bases loaded, two outs. Ollie Akins has just gone down to the uh, bullpen. Swinging a foul out of play, and it's one and one. Sato's pitch misses. Outside, two balls and a strike to Safford. <clears throat> he is four out of eight in the series, two home runs and five runs batted in. Check swing and a strike is called. It's go. two and two. Sato comes set with a 2-2 pitch. Swing and a foul. That was a self-defense I was going to say defensive all the way. That ball riding in on him, in on his hands. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, bases loaded. Check swing. Did he go? Oh, they say no. Oh, me. So another full count, three and two. You notice how close Safford is to the plate. Both of his feet are on the line. So we're going to fly ball. Left field is going to be a foul ball, I think. Galloway's chasing it and makes a running catch in foul territory. So that's going to be all for the Bulldogs in the first inning. They send eight men to the plate. Score two runs on only one hit. That was a costly error, and three men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Louisiana Tech 2, Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee, or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. 
We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the first inning. The Raiders trailing two to nothing. John, they, I think, got out of there with a minimum of damage, depending on the uh, fact that uh, there were three walks and an error yeah. in the inning. Only one hit. And we're thinking both those runs are unearned. Is that what you were thinking? That's what I'm thinking. Let's talk about the Louisiana Tech pitcher now, Landon Tompkins, a right-hander. Be making his only his second start of the season. Yeah, Landon Tompkins making his 23rd appearance, which is uh, leads the team, uh, but only his second start. He's thrown 44 and two-thirds innings given up 20 runs, 15 of them earned up 37 hits, 18 walks. Look at that, 53 strikeouts. That's a pretty good number. 3.02 ERA, 4-0 record with three saves. Here's Luke Benson to lead off for the Raiders, takes the first pitch strike, and it's nothing and one to Benson moving into the leadoff spot well, after batting ninth for most of the season. I think there's a reason for that. Pitch is high. Looking at, at Tompkins' uh, splits, left-handers hit uh, 306 against him. One ball, one strike to Benson. A swing and a miss. Handcuffed him on an inside pitch. It's one and two. Right-handers with an almost equal number of at-bats hit only 134. Well, we have eight of those right-handed right. batters in the lineup. Swing and a little dribbler that's foul outside the first baseline and count holds at one and two. Luke has had a great series, five out of nine, a double and a run batted in, up to his season average to 351. So he has been moved up to the leadoff spot. JT Mabry led off the uh, first couple of games, but he has dropped down to the three spot in the order. Pitch to Benson, swinging a foul straight back. That 351 average is particularly impressive given what a slow start he got off to. In one fact, at one point early in the season was benched for fly uh, ball about to a left field. So. Moving over is Williams. He'll make the catch shy of the warning track for out number one here in the first. And with one away, the batter is Brett Coker. Raiders shortstop. Coker leads the team in overall batting average at 365, and in conference games, he's hitting 407. That's from the right side and takes the pitch high from Tompkins, four ball one. Tech infield. with McLeod at third, Safford at short, Hegwood, a new second baseman in there, and Davis at first. 2-0 to Coker, and the pitch is swung on and skied foul off to the right, out of play. Two balls and a strike. Brett in the series, five out of 10, all singles, with one run batted in. 
And Murph has made an appearance for the third straight game. I see. He's got his parka on today. Well, if you're going to be out there in that wind, I think I would have my parka on as well. Two balls and a strike. Pitch misses low for ball three. Three and one. Tompkins' last outing was at Southern Mississippi Wednesday night. He went an inning of a, and a third, gave up no runs on one hit. That hit him. And Coker's going to take his position down at first base, hit by a pitch. So with one out, the Raiders have a runner on, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. 22, 23 uh, appearances now. That is just his third hit batter. Came out of a deep slump with four hits in yesterday's game and was on base six times. Four hits and reached twice on errors. Strike call to Mabry, nothing in one. So he jumped his batting average back up to 328 with a four for six day. Coker short lead at first, the pitch. Ground ball to third. McLeod's going to go to second out there, and the high throw pulled Hegwood, the second baseman, off a little bit. He could not make the return throw to first. So I thought he did a good job just uh, stopping that throw. It was not a good throw from the third baseman, McLeod. They get the lead runner at second. Mabry reaches on the fielder's choice. He's there with two outs for Jeremiah Boyd. Boyd comes in at 3-12. And a swing and a miss, strike one. Jeremiah with a couple of doubles in the series, four out of eight, and three runs batted in against these Bulldogs. Pitch is high, and Mabry scampers back to first. Catcher Corona. Made a move as if to throw, but he did not throw. Uh, we've seen him throw, uh, make that throw behind the runner and uh, look pretty good at it. Swing and a miss, strike two to Boyd. Tompkins doing a pretty good job of changing speeds. One ball, two strikes to the Raider designated hitter. Another throw to first. Neighbors back. JT has stolen six bases this season. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch is hit right back to the mound. That's going to be an easy pitch to first put out, and that's all for the Raiders in the first inning. No runs, no hits, and one man left. We'll go to the second inning. It's Louisiana Tech 2, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. 
Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the second inning. Raiders trailing two to nothing here in rubber game of this three-game series. Right-hander Kota Sato taking his final warm-up toss, and he'll face the number nine hitter, Colton Hegwood. Hegwood will be making his first appearance in the series. He is a left-handed batter, redshirt freshman from Brandon, Mississippi. A town that produces numerous outstanding baseball players. Yeah, that's in the, the Jackson area. Left-handed batter waits. He's around to bunt, lays it down. Soda picks it up, fires to first, and that's out number one. One pitch, one out here in the second inning. Hegwood trying to bunt his way aboard. And that bunt right back to the pitcher. Not, not much he can do to foul that play up. Dalton Davis, the leadoff batter, popped out to open the game in the first inning. And that's what Soda needed was a, a quick out. Here's the pitch to Davis. Breaking ball in for a strike, nothing and one. Davis, two out of 10 in the series, has a double and a run batted in. Right-handed batter and the pitch. That misses outside. One ball, one strike. Raiders have Daniel Dewey throwing down in their bullpen, backing Sato up. One and one, the count to Davis. Right-hander pitching out of the set position. Delivers on a foul off to the right. That one's out of play. Count goes to one and two. Now this is where Sato was having trouble in the first inning. He'd get those two strikes and uh, then couldn't put him put him away. All three of those walks in the first were on full counts. Sato's pitch hit in the air out into right center field. Benson coming over. Snyder is there. It's going to be Snyder to make the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the second. And the batter will be the third baseman, Logan McLeod. Walked and scored in the first inning. One of three walks allowed by Sato. And that combined with an error and a base hit. Produced two runs for the Bulldogs. First pitch in there for a strike. Nothing and one. Good to see him get ahead in the count. Yeah. Right-hander delivers, and that one just misses for ball one, one and one. That was uh, a lot of his trouble in the... uh that first inning, he uh, was pitching in behind, get that uh, first throw a ball and then get a couple of strikes and couldn't put him away. Well, two is no. high and away. Two balls, one strike. We've seen this pattern. That one in there at 87, that's uh, he's, it's about his top speed yeah. on the fastball. 86, 87. And that one nipped him on the arm. So that's a Free ride to first for McLeod on a hit batsman. 
hit by pitch. Runner at first, two outs for Brody Drowst. He drew a walk on a 3-2 pitch in the first inning. And he came around to score. So two of the three walks in that first inning came around to score. Swing and a miss, strike one. Drowst after an off-speed pitch, didn't get it. Cloud the runner at first. And the pitch a bit high. Louisiana Tech is a team that does not steal a lot of bases. They'll run in situations where it's called for, but not much on straight steals. Watch him go on this pitch now. The 1-1. It's low, ball two, two and one. Louisiana Tech has hit seven home runs in this series, John. The Raiders, zero. But the Raiders have hit eight doubles. It's been a hitter series. Strike at the letters, two and two. But we have uh, 18 hits yesterday. They had 21 the day before. <laughs> two balls, two strikes. Runner leads at first. The pitch is fouled off to the left and out of play. The wind's still coming in strong. It uh, was 20 miles an hour out of the northwest at game time. And I'd say it's gusting even harder than that. Another foul out of play to the left. That's going to be over close to their bus. Just past their bus. Well, that, uh, they've got something to look forward to after this ball game, right? Yeah, a pleasurable nine-hour <laughs> bus ride. Mm. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch is swung on, hit in the air, out into shallow right field. Mabry backing up, calling for it, and takes it for out number three. So that is all in the second inning for the Bulldogs. No runs, no hits. And one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the second. Louisiana Tech 2, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We take you to the bottom of the second inning. Raiders trailing two to nothing. We'll have Briggs Rudder, Jackson Galloway, and Eston Snyder, the 
five, six, seven hitters to face the right-hander Landon Tompkins. Did not uh, give up a hit in the first inning, although he did hit a batter. And that's something he doesn't do very often. 307 for Briggs Rudder standing in. He's had a good series, four out of eight with a double and two RBIs. Looks at the first pitch, a breaking ball in there at 84 for a call strike. Nothing in one to Rudder. Tompkins with the pitch, swing and a miss. Had him in front of a changeup. Nothing in two, the count. Outfield fairly shallow in center and right. Deep fielder and left. Deep though, right? Wow. Swing and a ball got away from the catcher. Rudder's going to beat it out. That's a strikeout. That was a pitch and a wild pitch. Way outside in the dirt. Rudder swung at it. It got away from Corona and all the way back to the uh, to the screen. So give it give the pitcher a strikeout and a wild pitch on that toss and Rudder is at first base with nobody out. The batter is Jackson Galloway. That's only uh, Tompkins' second wild pitch of the season. Galloway coming in at 260. Drills it to left field as the Raiders first hit. Rudder rounds second but heads back to the base as they'll throw that way and first two men are on here in the second inning. Galloway jumped all over that first pitch. Solid single to left. Uh, and with runners at first and second, the batter is Eston Snyder. And John, we're going to bunt here, I think. I think that uh, is. Uh, <laughs> I think we've seen this situation before. Certainly looks like uh, Louisiana Tech is expecting the bunt here. First and second, nobody out. First baseman, third baseman coming in. And He's Snyder's around the bunt. Takes the pitch for a strike, nothing and one. It's a glitter high fastball. Chose not to offer. I think that was probably wise. One strike to count. That pitch was uh, that height. That's an easy one to pop up. Around the butt again, lays it down. First baseman has it. Goes to third, pulled him off the base. They called him out anyway, I guess. McLeod held the base. There's a wide throw to the shortstop side of third base, but uh, McLeod apparently held on for the force. So Snyder bunts into a force play. Rudder out at third, three to five. First baseman to the third baseman for the out. Now first and second, one out for DJ Wright. Pitch to the plate is outside for ball one. Right, three out of 10 in the series, a double. He has driven in five runs in this series. And now he's up to 30 for the season. One ball, no strikes. Inside almost hit him. Two and oh. Right steps out, takes a look at his third base coach and steps back into that right-hand hitter's box. Ahead in the count, two balls, no strikes. Tompkins with the pitch, swung on, foul tipped at the play. Two and one. Kevin Nichols coaching at third. Mark Deluja at first. 
I think he might have fouled that ball off his foot, but he's got a uh, an armored plate that he wears over his sh lower shin and top of his foot. So, two balls on a strike, and he swung and fouled its back. Yeah, that was uh, that was probably ball three. Fooled on the pitch, I think. Mm-hmm. Kind of a lazy swing two and two just enough to foul it back two men on first and second now with one out two balls two strikes to DJ Wright and a little tap over by the Bulldog dugout count will hold it two and two That wind continues to blow straight in. The 2-2 pitch outside, ball three, and the count goes full. From our vantage point, we can see the, uh, the football practice field out beyond right field. See that tarp that's loose? Blowing the uh, tarp that covers that fence normally. Flapping in the breeze. It sure is. That's... Pitch is swung on, hit to left center. Going to be playable out there for the left fielder. That is Williams who will make the grab. The runner at third tags, a runner at second tags. It goes to third after the catch. That was an alert play by Galloway. Snyder stays at first. So now we have runners at the corners with two outs. And the batter is Gabe Jennings. Jennings in a bit of a slump as he is 0 for 8 in the series. He does have one run batted in. Well, this would be a good time to work out of that slump. Throw over to first. Snyder's back. Raiders have used the delayed steal at times in this situation. They've got speed at first base and Snyder. And pretty good speed at third in Galloway. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that uh, Coach Myers would like to manufacture a run here some way. The pitch is high and inside, ball one. Jennings steps out, takes a look down to his third base coach. One ball, no strikes. First and third, the pitch is swung on. Bouncing ball to third. McLeod has it. Goes across the infield and will retire Jennings for the third out. That is all in the second. Raiders get their first hit of the game, but strand a couple. No runs, one hit, and two men left on. We completed two full innings. Louisiana Tech, two, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. You are listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. We go to the third inning. In this game, the hits are even but not the runs. Louisiana Tech leading two to nothing. George Corona, the catcher, will lead it off for the Bulldogs. Corona, Bates, and Matulia here in the third. Dakota Sato on the mound, delivers the first pitch, and it's swung on and fouled out of play. He can chalk both of those runs up to to walks. Not leadoff walks, but um, serve the same purpose. And an error field of Fit into that situation mm-hmm. too in the first inning. One strike to count to Corona. Sato with the pitch, and it is a no. ball on appeal. One ball, one strike. Daniel Dewey back up and throwing in the Raider bullpen. You get the feeling they're not going to let Sato get in too much trouble. It's to Corona's drilled foul down the left side, and it's one ball, two strikes to the Bulldog catcher. Five out of ten now in the series, and 293 on the season coming in. One and two the count. Sato's pitch, high ball, two, two and two. Coker shortstop playing deep in the hole. Mabry shaded a little bit towards second base. Pitch is high. Three and two. Haven't seen any shift. Didn't see any shifting yesterday. No, we sure didn't. Saw a lot on uh, Friday. A lot of good it did us, right? <laughs> Maybe that's why we haven't seen any the last couple of days. Swung on, hit high in the air down the left side. Wind's going to blow it foul. Galloway a long run. Shortstop a long run, and it drops between them. Galloway and Coker couldn't get together on that one. That's right. It, that ball should have been caught, Dick. It was uh, playable down near the bullpen. Went right at the edge of uh, where the tarp is stored down the left field line. Yeah. And so the count will hold at three and two. And Sato's pitch swung on, drilled into right field, and Snyder a long run, reaches out, can't get it. Off the wall, the throw is coming into second base, and not in time. That will be a double for Corona. After a foul ball that should have been caught, yep, was allowed to drop. That's the second hit for the Bulldogs, and Corona at second base with nobody out for Ethan Bates. Had a sacrifice fly in the first inning, drove in their first run.
Bates at 262 with 10 home runs and lays down a bunt foul. One strike. I don't think he was bunting. Well, he certainly wanted to move that runner, but uh, I think he was bunting for a base hit as well. Two home runs and a double in this series for Bates. And he drills this one to right field. That We need some help from the win there. And back to take it is Snyder on the warning track. Corona will tag and go to third. I think we did get a little help from the wind on that one. We did. That's one out. He hit it solidly, but uh, Snyder got back just a step or two on the warning track in right field to haul it in. Time think, is called, and Coach Jerry Myers is going to make a visit to the mound. I suspect this might end up being a pitching change. Let's see what happens. The batter is Matulia, who walked in the first inning. And they have a wave to the bullpen, so we'll have a pitching change here in the third inning with the Raiders trailing two to nothing. As we will have Daniel Dewey coming in from the pen. Take a break, back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov rxawareness. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. New pitcher for the Raiders is Daniel Dewey, a sophomore, 6'3", 195. He's out of Rockville High School here in this county, and he'll be on in the third inning with one out and a runner at third. Daniel Dewey making his seventh appearance, uh, and that would be, it means it's, Five, fifth in relief. He's thrown seven and two-thirds innings, given up four runs, three of them earned on six hits, 11 walks, 11 strikeouts, 352 ERA with a 1-0 record. Opponent's sitting just 214 against Dewey, so the important thing is to throw strikes, keep those walks at a minimum, and uh, see what happens. Daniel started against Belmont. And uh, the Raiders win there last week, went three innings, gave up one run on three hits, four walks, kept him in hot, uh, hot water most of the time. But uh, he did, uh, I thought, an admirable job in that, uh, in that starting assignment. And we'll see what he can do here with a runner at third and one out. Philip Batulia is the batter, drew a walk in the first inning. And is Batulia out the infield in now for the play at the plate. 
with just one out. Raiders already down two runs. And Dewey's pitch is a strike on the outside. And is Nothing Dewey, and one. Dewey throws that first pitch. Ollie Aikens up and starting to get loose in the Raider bullpen. Left-handed hitting. Matulia hits it into center field. That's going to drop for a base hit. The run will score, and it's three to nothing. Didn't hit it far, but hit it uh, where nobody could get to it in left center field. So that's the third hit for the Bulldogs and the third run. That run will go against Sato. And with one out, a runner at first, the batter is Justin Williams. He had a first inning single to drive in a run. That closes the book on uh, the start of Cota Sato. He goes two and a third, gives up three runs. Just one of them earned, though. Two hits, three walks, no strikeouts. One ball, no strikes, a count to Williams. And Dewey with the pitch. It is outside for ball two, two and oh. Matulia with an RBI single is the runner at first. It's his 33rd run batted in of the season, second in this series. Two balls, no strikes. Williams takes it outside, ball three. Did I just hear a dog barking? It's barking the park day. <laughs> he knows he's welcome then, doesn't he? Three and zero pitch is high mm. and a four pitch walk to Williams. Don't much like the way this inning's going. No. First and second one out. The batter is Will Sefford, the shortstop. Well, we should have two outs. Shortstop number three, Will Sefford. And nothing across at this point. If they had uh, managed to make the play on that foul ball down the left field line. Here's a pitch to Safford, and it's low in the dirt, ball one. Raiders could use a ground ball here. First and second, one out. Daniel Dewey with the pitch, misses inside, ball two. That's six in a row out of the strike zone. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch. Outside, ball three. Safford batting eighth in the order. But he's hit two home runs in this series. Three-zero is right in there for a strike, three and one. I think we're getting a little rain, John. I see a, something on the window there. Strike two is called, three and two. Yeah, it looks like the fans are heading back up here uh, under the uh, 
press box overhang. Full count, three and two. Dewey with the pitch outside and the bases are loaded. Back-to-back -back walks after the hit by Matulia. Coach Myers on his way and that's gonna be all. Dewey on a short string and we're gonna have a pitching change here in the third. So we will take a break. Back to tell you about our new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Raiders with a pitching change here. Dewey goes only, uh, to, pitches only to three batters, gives up a hit and two walks. And it will be right-hander Ollie Akins coming in out of the pit. Ollie will be making his 13th appearance, his 11th in relief. He's thrown 26 innings. Given up 14 runs, 10 of them earned on 27 hits, nine walks, 15 strikeouts, a 3.46 ERA, 2-0 record with one save. Pitched on Friday night in the opening game of the series, came in in relief of the starter, Patrick Johnson. Went an inning and a third, gave up four runs on four hits. So he's hoping for a little bit better outing here and uh, the Raiders certainly need one. The bases loaded and only one out here in the third inning. So we've got a few sprinkles of rain, enough to uh, scatter the folks down below, but. I don't only see one umbrella though. <laughs> yeah, it was no, there was not a forecast for any threat of serious rain. It was that dark cloud that you were talking about earlier. Colton Hegwood will be the batter. He bunted into an out in the second inning, trying to bunt his way on and swings and fouls this one back to the backstop, strike one. Hegwood, a freshman, that's from the left side. Akins with the pitch. Misses outside, one and one. Well, they have a lot of left-handed hitters, don't they? They sure do. And we've got no left-handed pitching to throw against them. One ball, one strike. Third baseman Jennings playing in. The other fielders about normal are in double play depth. There is a pitch outside, ball two, two and one. 
One run is scored here in the third. It's three to nothing. And the bases are loaded with one out. The pitch over mm. low, ball three. No place to put him. Strike zone today has been very elusive, no matter who is out there. That's right. Three and one. Strike on the corner, three and two. Full count. How many times have I said that already? Oh, gosh. Too many. Too many. Way too many. Three balls, two strikes. Boy, the last thing you want to do is walk a 150 hitter who's only had four hits on the season. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. That is out number two. That's how you'd take care of that. And the batter will be the leadoff man, Dalton Davis. First base number 24, Dalton Davis. Davis has popped out and flied out. He's 0 for 2. James Sells up and throwing in the Raider bullpen. Bacon's pitch is low for ball one. Three to nothing. We're in the third. Bases are loaded with two outs. Akins with the pitch. High ball two. Well, with no midweek game scheduled, I'd say that uh, everybody on the Raiders staff, with the exception of Jaden Hamm and Eric Swan, are probably available today. 2-0 and oh the count, the pitch. Swung on, popped up. Pitcher's calling for it. Now he gets out of the way. <laughs> Gabe Jennings, the third baseman, is going to take wow. it. <laughs> hey, Holly was going to take it. He had his hand up. It's mine. Yeah, he but, was ready. So he gets out of the inning in the third. Bulldogs pick up a run on two hits, and they leave three. So we will go to the bottom of the third inning. Louisiana Tech, three Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Go to the bottom of the third inning quickly. Ten seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee baseball.
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Luke Vinson fouls the first pitch off. One strike. Vinson, the leadoff man, flied out in the first inning, facing Tompkins, and takes strike two called. Nothing in two to Luke. Vinson, Coker, and Mabry here in the third. Lights are on here at the stadium, I think, for the first time. The ball, one and two. That one umbrella has disappeared. Fans starting to move back down. Strike three called. Took it over the outside corner. Good pitch from Tompkins. And that is out number one in the third. It's his second strikeout. And the batter is Brett Coker. Coker was hit by a pitch in the first inning. The right-hander delivers, swung on, and one hopper to third. McLeod with a long throw in time, and quickly two outs here in the third. Coker jumping on that first pitch. So J.T. Mabry will stroll to the plate. The base is empty and two outs. Avery hit into a fielder's choice in the first inning. I think the best thing we can hope for is this is Tompkins' last inning. Pitches inside, ball one. His longest, uh, he's gone as many as three innings. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six or eight times. Hit in the hole, that's a base hit to right field. So Mabry delivers a two-out single. Hit number two off Tompkins, and the batter is Jeremiah Boyd. Jeremiah hit back to the mound in the first inning. Now the bright sunshine comes down as those dark clouds have moved away. Tompkins did go three and a third back early in March. Pitches outside to Boyd. One ball, no strikes. I'd say the sooner we can get uh, get him out of here, the, the better for everything. Throw to first, runner back. Yeah, so just, in t- just as they turn on the lights, the sun turns on its big light. That's well coordinated. The pitch, off-speed pitch, missed. Must have been inside. Two and oh. Count to Boyd. Grad transfer. Playing his only season for the Blue Raiders. And a strike call, two and one. Voted the male newcomer of the year in the Raiders Choice Awards on Thursday. Two balls and a strike. Oh, I <laughs> had to duck under that one. Mm. Count goes to three and one on Boyd. He's a native of Harrisburg, North Carolina. Went to school in South Carolina. Oh, that would hit him in the helmet. batting helmet. Wow. So the third pitch was over his head, and this one found his head. Hit him in the batting helmet. So runners will be at first and second. That's the second uh, batter that he's faced. And that gets uh, a visit to the mound. 
Briggs Rudder will be the batter. Rudder struck out, but reached first base on a wild pitch back in the second inning. And we're having a conference on the mound. They're just now getting somebody up throwing. Pitching coach Connor Fouts out there holding court. Plate umpire is going to break that one up. Well, I thought it looks like he's going to join the meeting. He's standing out there listening. <laughs> so <laughs> I said they were just getting somebody up to throw, but uh, meeting is adjourned. There is nobody throwing in their bullpen. They do have a pitcher who appears to be doing his stretching exercises. Here's Briggs Rudder, runners first and second, two outs. This is up to Tompkins. Pitch is a strike call. Threw him a slider. Nothing one. That broke in on the plate. Right-hander comes set, and the pitch. Swung on, popped up. Center field. Center fielder coming in, that's Droust, moving toward right a little bit and makes the catch for out number three. So that is all for the Raiders in the third. No runs a hit, two men left. Totals after three, Louisiana Tech. Three runs, three hits, no errors. The Raiders, no runs, two hits, and Whatever. And we will go to the fourth, three to nothing. Tech leading on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Over the fourth inning, and the Raiders will bring their fourth pitcher of the game out to start this inning. He is James Sells. James Sells making his team leading 20th appearance, all in relief. He's thrown 41 in the third inning, he's given up 35 runs. 25 of them earned on 57 hits, 15 walks, 30 strikeouts. He's got a 5.44 ERA, uh, a two and three record with six saves. What the Raiders need here are some innings. Came in yesterday in the top of the ninth inning and got that hard to get 27th out after giving up uh, a hit. So he, uh, Threw only 
six or seven pitches yesterday. I expect they would like for him to go the rest of the distance, John. Uh, eat as much of it as they can. Here is McLeod to lead off, third baseman. And first pitch from Sells. Misses for ball one. Comes right back with a fastball in for a strike. One ball, one strike. That pitch at 88. Two, three, four hitters for the Bulldogs here in the fourth. Missed inside, ball two. Two and one to count to Logan McLeod. Sells with a pitch, swing and a foul back to the backstop. Two and two the count. Center fielder Benson swung over into right center a few steps for this right-handed hitter. And a bouncing ball right back to the mound. Sells has it. Underhand toss to first. That will retire McLeod for the first out. One down in the fourth. The batter is Droust. He walked and scored in the first, popped down in the second. That's from the left side. Center fielder number four, Brody Droust. Transfer from LSU, sophomore. He's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. The pitch inside, ball one. I spent a century in Lake Charles one week. It's down in the southern portion of the state, isn't it? it, it down in the southwest, not that far to Texas. Strike, caught the outside corner, one and one. One out here in the fourth inning. Sells with the pitch, hit to center field. Benson turns, back turns again. Wow. It makes the catch. Uh, what was the wind doing that uh, looked like he had turned the wrong way, then he turned around, and then he turned back, and that was a very strange route that Luke Vinson took to that baseball. So part of the problem it was right at him, so uh, that's always a difficult ball to judge anyway. Two down in the fourth inning, and George Corona, the catcher, will bat. First pitch swinging, grounds it past Jennings in the left field for a base hit. Raiders had a hard time getting this guy out in the series. And that is his second hit today. He is now seven for 12 in the series. First hit off sells. Corona at first, two outs for Ethan Bates. He's been another tough out. Raiders have retired him twice today. Last time on a deep fly ball to right. Swinging a foul off the screen over in front of the LaTeX dugout. One strike to count to Bates. Speculation is we'll see him on the mound sometime later in the game. He's their closer. Sells with the pitch. Fly ball to left. Galloway moving over toward the line. Makes the catch for out number three. That is all in the fourth. James Sells comes out of the pin, gives up a hit, no runs, and one man left on base. 
We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Louisiana checks three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WTNS. And we go to the fourth inning. The Raiders down three to nothing. You know what this inning is, don't you? It's the uh, Wendy's inning, isn't it? This is the Wendy's inning. So if the Raiders get a hit here in the fourth inning. You will have the opportunity to pick up a Dave's single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. I think that also goes for the folks in the stands. I think they announced that I on think the so. PA. Absolutely. Here's Galloway, swing and a miss, strike one. Doing the changeup. Galloway singled, got the Raiders' first hit in the second inning. Takes the pitch outside, one ball, one strike. Wind affects fly balls to the, really to the right side more than to the left side. But there's a pitch outside. The, the left fielder's been playing fairly deep. Yeah. As Floyd Stadium will block off some of that wind that's blowing straight in. There's a ball driven into left field. The wind can't do anything with that one. And. Galloway with a leadoff single here in the fourth inning. He's two for two. Third hit off Tompkins. And with nobody out, the batter, Eston Snyder. Well, his last at bat, he had runners at first and second with nobody out. And they had him bunting, but uh, in this case, I'm not sure you do that. Center fielder, right fielder playing fairly shallow as Snyder takes the strike call, nothing and one. Left fielder still just about normal out there, maybe even a step deep. Swing and a miss. High fastball. No balls and two strikes. That one in at 92. And a uh -huh. half-hearted swing and a miss, strike three. Knew he was fooled and uh, third strikeout for Tompkins, who hasn't walked anybody, but he's hit two batters. Here's DJ Wright. DJ flied to left back in the second inning. Tompkins had only hit two hitters all season. It's two in one ball game. It's just inside, ball one to right. 
Galloway the runner at first with one out. Raiders three down here in the fourth inning. Right down the middle, strike one. One and one. Tompkins out in here in this fourth inning. He's only uh, gone this deep in a ball game once all season. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Boy, he has been changing speeds with great effectiveness this this inning, hadn't he, Dick? Yes, he has. 82 miles an hour. Got these hitters way out in front. One and two the count. The pitch swung on, hit to right field. Almost in his tracks out there is Matulia. He'll haul it in for out number two. Right uh, at the end, uh, looks like the wind got it some. He had to move two or three steps to his right to make that catch. Gabe Jennings, the batter, grounded out in the second. Galloway still at first base, two outs now. And Tompkins with the pitch, in for a strike, nothing and one. Still nothing happening in the uh, Louisiana Tech bullpen. I'm wondering if they're gonna send Tompkins out there for a fifth inning. Swing and a miss. He's certainly not having a whole lot of trouble with his right now. John, if I were the coach, I'd let him stay as long as he could stay. This is a key game for them. Swinging a ball hit to left field, but not deep enough. The left fielder Williams will make the grab for out number three, and that is all in the fourth. No runs. One hit, one left. We've completed four full innings of play. The Raiders did get a base hit in the inning, so you can uh, pick up a Wendy's cheeseburger. Text the word single to 83200, and in return, you'll get a coupon for a free Wendy's cheeseburger, redeemable at Wendy's in Murfreesboro or Smyrna. Let's go to the fifth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Philip Matulia will lead it off in the fifth inning for Louisiana Tech against right-hander James Sells. Came in and pitched a scoreless fourth inning. Hits the ball to short, big hop. Coker fires across, low throw, and saved by D.J. Wright for out number one. One pitch, one out here in the fifth. DJ had to dig that ball out of the dirt, did it cleanly. 
One out, the batter is Justin Williams. He has singled and walked. I'd say that these uh, three infielders need to get together and uh, give uh, DJ Wright a loving cup at the end of this season. Here's a pitch to Williams, swung on, fouled out of play. Young man out of Madison, Mississippi, a junior, playing his first year for the Bulldogs. One strike to count. And a strike there, and he's behind in the count, 0-2 to Sells. Williams came into this series without a hit to his name all season. And he hit two home runs on Friday night. He is now four for 11 in the series. The pitch was fouled off and it's 0-2. Definitely he's taken a claim to more. Oh, nice curveball. Wow. One inside, one ball, two strikes. Did you see that break on that baseball? A little chirping from the Blue Raider dugout on that one. Sells with the pitch, misses inside, two and two. One out here in the fifth, Raiders down three nothing. And the pitch, strike three call. Got that outside corner with the fastball. That's two outs here in the fifth. First strikeout for Sells, and the batter is Will Safford, the shortstop. Left-hand hitter. He has flied to left. Uh, it was a foul fly ball, and he has walked. Sells pitch, foul over by the Blue Raider dugout. Strike one. Sells having a little trouble getting set out there. <laughs> now he's ready. I think the wind might have blown oh, him off the rubber. The yeah. Pitch. Oh, just missed inside. Boy, that looked like a strike to me, didn't it? One and one. I could tell by the way you reacted. Now the batter asked for time at the last second. That's happened a couple of times yeah, in this series. Happened once yesterday, I know. One ball, one strike. Swing and a foul back. It's one and two. Safford is another transfer from LSU, although he is a native of Baton Rouge. Swing and a foul back. Again, over by the Raider on deck circle. Count, think, holding it one and two. I think that foul ball caught a little bit of Briggs Rudder. Base is empty, two outs here in the fifth. Sells with the pitch, fly ball. 
Center field, shallow. Mabry's out. Coker's out. Coker's calling for it. He'll take it for out number three. That is all in the fifth. One, two, three. Nothing across. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth. Halfway home in this game. Louisiana Tech three, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Out of the fifth inning, top of the batting hole for the Raiders. Landon Tompkins, another young man from Brandon, Mississippi, is on the mound. He has thrown four scoreless innings for them. Luke Vinson leading off will take the pitch low for ball one. Yeah, Tompkins, uh, this is a season-long performance. Vincent hits it up the middle. Uh, shortstop grabs it behind the bag at second. Throws to first and makes the play for out number one. Hit it back up the middle, but they had him play just right, and the shortstop behind the bag at second made a nice play to retire Vincent. And Brett Coker will come in with one out. Base is empty. Coker skies one down the right side. That's going to get out of play. A little one bit strike. Of, a little bit of stirring in the Louisiana Tech bullpen, but uh, at this point, nobody throwing. I think you're right, Dick. They're going to ride this horse as foul. far as it'll go. Foul out of play to the right. Nothing in two. Count to Coker. And the pitch is outside. One and two. Well, they've got Bates, their normal closer in the DH role, so he is will be able to come in, and I doubt if he'll need too much warm-up time. One ball, two strikes. Coker hits it to short. Safford has it. Over to first, and that is out number two. First two Raider hitters. Out short to first. With two outs, here's JT Mabry. Bates Mabry. has gone as many as three innings, but uh, most of his appearances have been in the one and two inning category. So, uh, Mabry has one of three Blue Raider hits in the game and takes a cut at this one, fouls it over by the Bulldog dugout. One strike to count. 
and Bates is down in the bullpen right now doing the stretching exercises. Breaking ball in for a strike, nothing and two. out swinging quick fifth inning for Tompkins and the Raiders go down in order nothing across that is strikeout number four for the right-hander and we will go to the sixth inning it's Louisiana Tech three Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield you know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. They're tracking the infield here in the uh, top of the sixth inning. Let's go back uh, a few years to okay. 1946 on April the 30th in the game he considers the biggest thrill in baseball. Right-hander Bob Feller in route to striking out 11, throws his second career no-hitter, beating the Yankees one to nothing at Yankee Stadium on a home run by Frankie Hayes. Second baseman number nine, Colton Bagwood. Bob Feller was a good one. Rapid Robert. Yep. Came right out of high school, in fact, I think he came right out of his junior year in high school. Colton Hegwood leads it off for the Bulldogs here in the sixth. Bounces the first pitch. Foul for strike one. James Sell starting his third inning of work. This is Hegwood's first game in the series. You know, they, when Rappert Robert was pitching, they didn't have radar guns. I expect he would have hit triple figures a lot. Strike call, nothing in two. I remember that uh, one of the ways they decided to test how fast he was throwing was to have him throw against a motorcycle. And just missed for ball one, one and two. James wants a new baseball. He said that one had strike three in it, but you didn't call it, so let's get a new one. And as I recall, he out, uh, he out threw the motorcycle. The motorcycle <laughs> finished second to the feller's fastball. Missed outside, and it's two and two. 
And again, play umpire cautions the Blue Raider dugout. Mm. Those last two pitches were very close, right? Each good enough to be called a strike. Strike three called, and that one caught the outside corner. And that is strikeout number two for James Sells. And he's retired five in a row now. Here's the leadoff man, Dalton Davis, 0 for 3. It's popped out twice and fly to right. Boy, that wind is back uh, blowing hard again. Had let up a little bit. Breaking ball misses inside, 1-0 to Davis. Well, the Raiders just haven't been able to get anything going offensively today. They've had what I think is uh, be decent pitching given the number of pitchers available. Swing and a miss, one and one to Davis. Well, here we are in sixth inning. The Louisiana Tech has only managed three runs. There's a the ball fouled off the screen, one and two. You usually feel like you're in a ball game when you've only given up three. A ball and two strikes to Dalton Davis. Sells of the pitch, swung on, hit foul down the right side, out of play. James Sells from Winchester, Tennessee. Played his high school ball at Tullahoma. Here's the one-two. Ground foul over by the La Tech dugout. That's going to carry him out. Got on the playing field. One and two the count. 330 down each line here. 395 to center. Playing a little longer than that today, the way the wind's blowing. Missed outside, and it's two and two. Davis, two out of 13 in the series. Skies this one to right, but that's going to be a foul ball. One hop over into the Blue Raider bullpen. Count holding at two and two. Come back, this, you come back here with your slider. He threw a fastball and missed outside. He threw it all the way to the backstop. Yeah. Mm. Full count now, three and two. And the pitch. Ground ball to short. Coker up, and the throw to first is in time for the out. That is out number two in the sixth inning. With two outs, the batter is Logan McLeod, the third baseman. Coker double clutched on that throw. That play ended up being a lot closer than it needed to be. A little 
Ball hit to D.J. Wright, makes a nice stop. Throws to Sells covering first. That's going to be all in the sixth inning. Three up, three down for the Bulldogs. So James Sells is doing his part. Now the Raiders need to get him some runs. We'll go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Louisiana Tech. Three in Middle Tennessee, nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we go to the bottom half of inning number six. Raiders trailing three to nothing. Time to get something going now as Jeremiah Boyd will lead it off. Boyd, Rudder, and Galloway against Tompkins. Their starter has gone five, allowed only three hits. First pitch outside to Jeremiah, ball one. Outside well, again, we, and it's 2-0. and oh. We knew Tompkins was going to be tough looking at those splits, the way he handles right-handed hitters. Two balls, no strikes to Boyd. And the pitch is taken high, ball three. He's had very few three-ball counts. In fact, that's only the third time and no, fourth time in the game he's had his, a three ball count. And there's ball four. That's his first walk. He's hit a couple of guys, but that is the very first walk. Well, a good way to start the inning. Raiders have a base runner with nobody out. The batter is Briggs Rudder. Rudder struck out, but reached base on the wild pitch and has flied to center, so he's 0 for 2. And with that, uh, swung on, driven to center field, a base hit. First and second, nobody out. Rudder jumped all over that first pitch and lined it to center field. And Galloway, who is two for two. Galloway's had two of the four hits off Tompkins. And now the catcher will make a visit to the mound along with the third baseman there. Stalling for time. Yeah, they've got a left-hander, Ryan Harland, throwing in their bullpen. First and second, nobody out. Galloway will be followed by Snyder and D.J. Wright. Bates is down there. He's just not the, the man throwing. Jackson, Galloway. 
So let's see what Galloway does. First and second. Could be bunting, could be hitting. Looks like Damn. he's going to hit away. Takes the pitch outside, ball one. They are giving him the left field line. Singled in the second, singled again in the fourth. Tompkins comes set. Swing and a miss, one and one. Had him out in front of that uh, off-speed pitch. Tompkins threw that with great effect back there in the fifth inning. Right-hander comes set. Ground ball in the hole, base hit to left. They'll hold the bases loaded. With nobody out and a not a speed demon at second base, they held Jeremiah at third. Bases loaded, nobody out. Here in the sixth inning, and the batter is Eston Snyder. Uh, Jackson Galloway, what a day. Three singles now. Boyd at third, Rudder at second, Galloway at first. Raiders only have five hits, and Galloway has got three of them. And the batter is Eston Snyder. He is 0 for 2. First pitch hit to short. They'll go the plus two out at second, out at first. The run scores from third, and it's three to one. But the Raiders sacrificed two outs to get that run. Over to third goes Rudder. It's a 6-4-3 double play. That one was Taylor made. And of course, because it was a double play, no RBI for Eston Snyder. Batter is DJ Wright, takes the first pitch for ball one. I'm sorry, strike one. Tompkins pitch, swung on, hit into right field, little looper, second baseman's gonna make the play. Hegwood moving over toward the line, hauls it in, and what started is a very promising inning uh, ends up with one run for the Raiders on two hits and one left. So we have completed six innings. Totals on the board for the Bulldogs. Three runs, four hits, no errors for the Raiders. One run, five hits, and one error. Three to one. Louisiana Tech leading as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% on an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. We go to the seventh inning. 
Raiders trailing here three to one. Louisiana Tech will have Troust, Corona, and Bates. Three, four, five hitters in their order to face right-hander James Sells. And this game is for the series. Sells has retired seven in a row and nine of the ten batters that he's faced. So here's the left-hand hitter, Droust, who is 0 for 2 with a walk, has scored a run, lays down a bunt, and that's going to be a foul ball. One strike to count to Droust. Sells gets a new baseball from the plate umpire. That baseball hit the, uh, there's a seam where the grass and the artificial turf behind the plate meet and uh, that ball could have kicked back fair the way that uh, hit that seam. Pitch is low and inside. One ball, one strike to Droust. But uh, James Sells was over there to make sure that ball stayed foul. One and one the count. And the pitch outside ball two. Louisiana Tech does have a midweek game this week. They'll play Northwestern State at home on Tuesday, and then they will host UAB next weekend. Ground ball to second. Big hop for Mabry. Throw to first in time. One out in the seventh. Here's Corona. This, this guy's been on base three times. Been safe on an arrow. He has doubled and he has singled. Catcher number 11, George Corona. In fact, he has the only hit off James Sells that came in the fourth inning. Pitch to the plate, over but low, ball one. Left-hander Harland back throwing in the uh, Louisiana Tech bullpen. Wondering if uh, They've decided it's enough for Tompkins. Ball hit in the air into right field. Snyder coming on, not going to be able to get it. Mabry picks it up, throws back to first. A bad throw, but Rudder was there to back up. <laughs> no harm, no foul. But that's going to be another hit for Corona. Snyder made a nice effort to try and catch it. Dove for it, and it's a good thing Mabry was back there. Backing him up. Doesn't Otherwise, that's going to be two bags. So, Sells has given up two hits since coming in, both of them to Corona. Here's Bates, who has flied out three times. That first fly ball drove in a run in the first inning. Pitch to the plate is bunted. That's a pretty good one. Let's knock it foul. There we go. One strike to Bates. That one got halfway down the line and was couldn't have been fouled by more than a couple of inches. Yeah, now that's one, John, that could have hit the that turf you were talking about yep. and, and gone back fair if you if you didn't knock it foul quickly. Now Brett Coker coming in, saw what was going on and made sure that he knocked uh, let it he let it stay foul. One strike. The count to Bates, the left-handed hitter. You think he's bunting again here? 
didn't look Strike like at it. the knees, nothing in two. Raider infield looking for a ground ball, but Bates hasn't hit many ground balls in this series. The pitch just missed outside, one and two. Nothing happening in the Raider bullpen. It looks to me like uh, they really do want Sells to go. There's a ball hit in the air to right field. Snyder coming on again, makes a running catch this time. That's two in a row that Eston has had to charge at full speed. Yeah. He was able to hang on to that one. We're out number two. And that that will be Matulia. That, uh, the wind started knocking that one down. 12, lucky to get there before it dropped. Matulia has grounded out, singled and walked. Sells with the pitch. Ground ball in the hole, base hit to right. The runner's gonna turn and go to third. Strong throw coming that way. He's gonna be out. He is out at third on a strong throw from Eston Snyder to Gabe Jennings. And that's gonna be all in the seventh inning for the Bulldogs. No runs, two hits, one left. Seventh inning stretch time at the ballpark. Louisiana Tech 3, Middle Tennessee 1, the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. Go to the bottom of the seventh inning. And for the Raiders, Gabe Jennings will be leading off against a different pitcher, John. That's right. Uh, Tompkins is through for the day. They've brought on the left-hander Ryan Harlan. Harlan making his 23rd appearance. All of those in relief. He's thrown 41 innings. He's given up 28 runs, 25 of them earned on 52 hits, uh, 5 walks, 23 strikeouts. 
5.49 ERA, an 0-4 record, and opponents hitting 306 against his left-hander. From Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Harlan will face Jennings and then the top of the batting order. And you have to wonder if he's just in to face two hitters because uh, Bates, their closer, is up and throwing now. After he hit in the uh, after he hit in the top of the seventh, he goes to the bullpen, and uh, you know, I got to be thinking that uh, Harlan is here to face Gabe Jennings, and then the left-handed hitting Luke Benson. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors again. Uh, or been with us this season. Our strikeout sponsor has been First Vision Bank, proud partner of Blue Raider Athletics and the official strikeout partner. Don't strike out on your banking services. First Vision Bank, providing more power to your business. Our home run sponsor has been Old South Properties, Tennessee's favorite home builder and official home builder of Middle Tennessee State University. And uh, we could use a Old South Properties home run, John. We haven't sure had could. one in this series. Jennings drills it up the middle for a base hit. And the Raiders off and running here in the seventh inning with a leadoff single by Gabe Jennings on the first pitch he saw from the left-hander. Here's Luke Benson. Catcher's out <laughs> Out to have a word with his pitcher said, uh, <laughs> you got one, you got one more guy you gotta face here and uh, Harlan's not a big guy, he's only 5'8, 185. And here's Luke Vincent standing in. Jennings at first. Vincent represents the tying run. And Bates is uh, throwing hard in that bullpen. And a throw to first instead. Pushes Gabe Jennings back. Now he comes set and the pitch to the plate is a strike called. He showed wanted bunt. To, yeah, wanted a bunt and did not offer, but pitch was a strike. So it's nothing and one to Luke Vincent. Throw to first, Jennings back. I don't think he's going anywhere because base runners have been too hard to come by today. Benson not showing butt and takes a strike, nothing in two. That wind's still kicking up. You can hear it in our crowd, Mike. Strike three call, fastball at the letters, and Luke is down on three pitches. That is one out. The batter is Brett Coker. Now they're going to stay with Harland, looks like. Jennings with that leadoff single over at first. Ground ball to second, could be two. Throw to second, out, over to first. Double play, four, six, three. And that is gonna be all for the Raiders in the seventh. No runs, 
one hit and nobody left. We have completed seven full innings. Louisiana Tech three, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Go to the eighth inning, Raiders trailing three to one. Another one of our loyal sponsors is Textbook Brokers. Lightning's locker room powered by Textbook Brokers is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider powered by textbook brokers. For the Bulldogs in the eighth inning, it will be the bottom third of the order, Williams, Safford, and Hegwood to face right-hander James Sells. And first pitch to Williams, swing and a miss, strike one. Williams Seldon looked good this afternoon, ain't he, Dick? He has done very well. Four innings, no runs, three hits. Breaking ball in for a strike, nothing in two. <laughs> Williams steps out to adjust the batting gloves. Two strikes the count. Swing and a miss. Got him on three pitches. And that is out number one. Third strikeout for James Sells that's coming in to start the fourth inning. Here's Will Safford, the shortstop. 0 for 2 with a walk. Sells with the pitch. Swung on, foul, pass first, nothing in one. Kind of expect we'll see that closer next inning, John? I would, uh, <laughs> yes. Pitches outside, one and one. He's been, uh, he, he's not beyond throwing uh, two innings. One ball, one strike. Safford takes it outside for ball two, two and one. One out in the eighth inning, it's a three to one game. Bulldogs got two in the top of the first, one in the third. And a swing and a ball 
Hit down the left field line. Foul. Anybody going to be able to get there? Nope. Be a long strike. Two and two. Raiders only one came in the bottom of the sixth inning. And they had to hit into a double play to get that run. Bulldogs do have Bates throwing, but they've uh, also got another right-hander up. Pitch is low and inside, ball three. Full count now to Safford, three and two. Now it may depend on uh, what the, uh, the Bulldogs do at bat here in this inning, who we see in the next oh. inning. How is that not a strike? That was an off-speed pitch. Looked like it caught the heart of the plate. Oh, it sure did, didn't it? <laughs> Called a ball. That's Sells' first walk Second of the nine, afternoon. Batter is Hegwood. Struck out twice and hit back to the mound. 0 for 3. Sells comes set. And a strike is called, nothing in one. <laughs> Runner at first, one out in the eighth. Throw to first, back in there is Safford. Looks like the sun is trying to come out again. Pitch to the plate, ground ball to third, past Jennings, past Coker, and into left field for a base hit. And that one had eyes. Just past Jennings, just past Coker's glove, into left field. Mm-hmm. A CNI single. So first and second with one out. And the batter is Davis, 0 for 4. He's the leadoff man. Two out of 14 in the series. Pitches a strike on the outside corner, nothing in one. Raiders have had opportunities to pull double plays today, just haven't been able to get a ground ball when they've needed it. Now this is where we need it. In the dirt, blocked by Rudder, one and one. On the other hand, Louisiana Tech has pulled two double plays to kill Blue Raider rallies. That one they pulled in the uh, sixth inning was, well, that was a killer, wasn't it? One ball, one strike. The pitch outside, ball two. That looked like the inning we were going to break through, and uh, a walk, a single, another single, and then a double play ball and a pop-up, and out of all that, you get one run. I think we could pick that runner off second, John. No way he's been dancing around mm -hmm. out there. And the pitch to the plate, outside ball three. Three and one. Mm -hmm. 
Sills comes set, backs off the rubber. Now he's ready. Swung on, foul down the right side. That's going to be out of play, and the count will go full to Davis. Three and two. No action in the uh, Raider bullpen. Sells with the runner's goal and a ball hit to right field. Snyder moving back. He's going to take it and a quick throw to second. The runners return. They started the runners three and two and Davis stroked it to right field. Pretty well hit ball. More of a line drive, but caught by Snyder and he got the ball back quickly to the infield. Second out, first and second, two outs for Logan McLeod. Getting a few more raindrops. Here's Coach Myers strolling to the mound. He's got nobody warming up. I think he just wants to talk this over with his pitcher. The batter will be McLeod, who has walked, been hit by a pitch, hit back to the mound, and grounded out to first. This rain's not going to last. In fact, we have a, a lot of blue sky up ahead. Sure do. Above us. Let's see one umbrella. There's another umbrella. There's another one that just blew inside out. I don't know whether I'd even try umbrella today. Not unless I wanted to lose my umbrella. First and second with two outs. McLeod stands in, a right-handed hitter. Sells pitch inside ball one. Safford the runner at second, Hegwood at first. And the pitch. And for a strike. One ball, one strike. Right-hander comes set, and a swing and a miss. Bit on a slider, breaking away from the right-handed hitter, and it's one and two. I might just come back with that same pitch. One, two, you go down and away from this right-handed hitter, and uh... here's the pitch. Low, blocked by Rudder, two and two. That was the slider. It uh, just didn't stay up long enough. Two balls, two strikes to Logan McLeod. Two on, two out, two-two count. And the pitch. Low ball three, and now the runners will get a head start. Three and two. 
There's the bright sunlight. And the 3-2 pitch. Foul to the right side. We'll do it all over again. Well, with bright sunshine and all these clouds, there should be a rainbow somewhere, John. Probably back behind us. Another 3-2 pitch upcoming to McLeod. The runners go, it's strike three called, and the inning is over. Good breaking ball. From James Sells in the inning, no runs, one hit, two left. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Louisiana Tech three, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders down three to one. And another pitching change for Louisiana Tech, John. Yeah, they're going to bring on their closer, Ethan Bank, uh, Ethan Bates. We've talked about him off and on this entire ballgame. Uh, Looking for a six-out save here. He's made 17. Uh, this is his 17th appearance. 23 and a third inning. Seven runs. Six of them earned on 20 hits. Five walks. 29 strikeouts. 2.31 ERA. A three-and-one record with seven saves. On its hitting 225. Here's something though. He he will hit a batter. He's uh, had three wild pitches. He's hit five. Well, the Raiders need base runners any way they can get them. Yep. JT Mabry leads it off. Three, four, five hitters up in the eighth inning against Ethan Bates. At the plate, second baseman, number 11, JT Mabry. Mabry today, a single in three trips. Right-hander's oh. first pitch hits him in the head. I told you he would hit a hit batter. Mabry hit in the batting helmet. That's uh, the second play. I think uh, Jeremiah got hit in the batting helmet earlier. He sure did back in the third inning. So the Raiders get a man on and will bring the tying run to the plate in the person of Jeremiah Boyd. And look at that flag in center field, Dick. For the first time all day, it is not blowing straight in. It's blowing across right to left. 
and that uh, that strong wind is let up. Pitch is high, ball one to Boyd. Walked and scored in the sixth. Scored the Raiders' only run as Snyder grounded into a double play with the bases loaded. Here's the pitch. High ball two, two and oh. Rick's rudder waiting to hit next. Mabry the runner at first, nobody out. Bates has given up a home run this season. Strike is called, two and one. Jeremiah, are you sure? It's a high strike. Oh gosh, a high and outside strike. Pitch is out. Started to say outside. Yeah, but that would call a strike. Wow. Two and two. How is I, I don't know, Dick. You know, from my seat here, I've got a pretty good view of that outside corner. Ground ball up the middle. Could be two out at second. Out at first. That's another double play in the third. For Louisiana Tech, 4-6-3, double play. Pitcher's best friend. Two outs in the eighth, the batter is rudder. Briggs has a single in three trips. Takes the first pitch for a call strike, nothing in one. Swing and a miss. No balls, two strikes on rudder. Base is empty, two outs. Here in the eighth, struck him out oh. swinging. Chased a fastball outside, and that's all in the eighth. No runs, no hits, and none left. We have completed eight full innings. It's Louisiana Tech three, Metal Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah. That's the sound of a freshly opened, fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And 
And we go to the ninth inning. Louisiana Tech, a three to one lead. James Sells will face the three, four, five hitters in their order. Out for his sixth inning of work. Throw goes down to second. The batter will be Brody Droust. 0 for 3 with a walk. Well, we've asked a lot of James Sells. He has uh, given us everything we've asked for so far today. Five innings, no runs, four hits. Here's Droust, the left-handed hitting outfielder to lead it off and a swing and a miss, strike one. And he's been scattering those hits. The only inning that he's given up uh, two hits was in the seventh. And uh, that second hit resulted in the uh, first hit being thrown out at uh, third base Pitches. on an outfield assist from Heston Snyder. In the dirt, one and one. Count to Droust. Comes in low with a fastball. Two balls and a strike. Patrick Johnson just up and starting to throw in the Raider bullpen. Strike called outside corner, two and two. Looking ahead to the ninth, the Raiders will have Galloway, Snyder, and Wright scheduled to hit against the closer, Bates. Strike three called. Troust called out on strikes for out number one here in the ninth inning. Fourth strikeout, maybe the fifth strikeout. Let's see. That is number five. Yeah, fifth strikeout for James Sells. Well, here's Corona. He's been on base every time he has been up today. Takes a strike at the knees, nothing in one. Safe on an error in the first, doubled in the third, singled in the fourth, singled again in the seventh. Swings and fouls this one off, 0-2. So he is eight out of 13 in this series. That'll get you consideration for player of the week. No balls, two strikes the count. Sells, ready to work, 0-2. High for a ball. Wasted a fastball up, like way up. We're in the top of the ninth inning. The Raiders down by three to one. Ball outside, two and two. Three runs, seven hits for the Bulldogs. One run, six hits for the Raiders. Swung on, popped up in the infield. Mabry coming in on the grass, makes the grab for out number two. Well, we finally get Corona out. And the batter will be Bates. 
who is now the pitcher, but he is also the DH. Uh, when he comes into the ball game, the way he has, you lose your DH, don't you? The pitch, swing and a foul, strike one. Well, if if uh, if for some reason we were to to go get this thing tied up and go to extra innings, and Bates should uh, need to leave the ball game. He would have to re-enter the game as, as the DH, and they'd have to replace somebody else, wouldn't they? Pitch swung on, line to left field, a base hit. Two hops, Galloway gets it back in. Bates reaches for the first time today. He's at first with two outs. That's the fifth hit off Sells. Batter is Matulia, singled in the seventh. That was the play when uh, Corona was at first and he was thrown out trying to go to third on that single to right. Matuya's had a couple of hits today, two out of three with a walk. Check swing and a strike call, nothing in one. And the pitch. Fly ball left field. That's curving. That's going to go foul and be just, out of play down near their bullpen. Yeah, just short of their bullpen. Two strikes to count to Matulia. That wind's starting to kick up again. Sells for the pitch. Outside. Oh, just missed. One and two. He thought he had it, didn't he? Yep. The runner at first is Bates with two outs. And the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out swinging. That is all in the ninth, no runs, a hit, one left. And we'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Raiders need two to tie and three to win on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. 
we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Raiders are down two. We'll have Galloway, Snyder, and DJ Wright scheduled to hit against the right-hander, Ethan Bates, who will be working in his second inning. Bit of a discussion going on between the Blue Raiders head coach and the home plate umpire about something. Yeah, it, it's been kind of interesting. I think the first base umpire is the crew chief. And so at some point in that between inning, umpire, uh, home umpire talked to the first base umpire who talked to the Blue Raider dugout. Then the home plate umpire went over and talked to Louisiana Tech, and now we had a conference between the home plate umpire and Jerry Meyer. Galloway takes the first pitch from Bates outside, ball one. Galloway three for three today, three singles. And the pitch inside almost hit him, ball two. Had to Bates jump out hit of the, the way. first batter that he faced in the eighth inning. Well, we need base runners. Like you said in the last inning, you take them any way you can get them. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch is low, ball three, three and oh. Walk would work. With three hits today, Galloway is now five for 10 in the series. Ball four is outside and there's the base runner. That will bring the tying run to the plate. In the person of Eston Snyder. Hit into a double play in the sixth, struck out in the fourth. Hit into a fielder's choice in the second, 0 for 3. He was actually uh, the go ahead, would have been the go ahead run back in the sixth when he hit into that double play. Only one out of nine in the series for Snyder. And pops this one up. Shallow center field. Center fielder coming in. Droust will make the catch for out number one. So one down in the eighth, or in the ninth. The batter's DJ Wright, 0 for 3. First baseman, number 17, DJ Wright. Galloway with the leadoff walk, the runner at first. One out. Fouled out of play. Strike one to right. Oh, there is another dark cloud blowing in from left field. Right-hander comes set. Swing and a foul back to the backstop. Nothing in two. Just barely uh, got that off the end of the bat. Bates comes set for the 0-2 pitch. Fly ball to left field. Not hit deep enough. Left fielder coming on. Dives and can't get it. Off his glove. And the wind played havoc with oh, that one. Sure the Raiders have the tying runs on base with that, one out. That ball looked like it was going to be a can of corn off the off the bat. And uh, the left fielder just fought and fought and fought. 
and all of a sudden the ball is dying on him and he uh, can't hold on as he has to dive for it. That's an E7, runners at first and second, one out, and the batter is Gabe Jennings. Boy, that is a tough out, too, or a tough error. Well, the wind helped us out there, John. It sure did. Kept blowing the ball away from him. Brief meeting on the mound with the second baseman, catcher, and pitcher. So the Raiders have the tying runs on with one out in the ninth. The batter is Gabe Jennings. Had a base hit back in the seventh inning, one for three. That was his first hit of the series. Bates, the right-hander, comes set. Swing and a miss, strike one. Bates asked for timeout, the pitcher. Done a little bit unusual. Now he's back on the rubber and ready to go. The pitch. He bunts and it's popped up back off the screen. Don't think he was bunting to sacrifice there. No. John just trying to surprise them, I think. Gabe. Okay get the ball down and all of a sudden you've got Luke Vinson uh, at the plate with the winning run at first. So, two strikes. Ground ball to third off the third baseman. Rolling into left field. Here comes one run in. And he's going to have to go back to third. Galloway almost ran into the third base coach. Stumbled and went back to third. They've got to give him a hit on that. Yeah, that'll be a base hit off the third baseman's glove. And that gets a mound visit. Now Vincent will bat with the bases loaded. Shades of last Sunday, eh, Dick? And we will have a meeting on the mound. Pitching coach Connor Fouts out there will gather his infield around him. And this is Bates' ball game, one way or the other. There is nothing going on in the uh, Bulldog bullpen. The bases are loaded with one out. Luke Benson, who is hitless in four trips, will be the batter. And he'll be followed by Coker. Was it last Sunday? Last Sunday. Last Sunday, Luke Benson became the hero that uh, ball game against uh, Rice. Oh, I don't think you're going to hit one out today against no. this win, but need to keep the inning going well, one know. way or another. Benson is flied out, grounded out, struck out twice. You know, if he could get a line drive, a gapper, he's going to tie this ball game. We've got a pinch runner at... Uh, at first base. Cam Johnson yeah, or Simler. It's one of them. Number five is Simler. I think Johnson's number eight. Oh, that's number five. That's Bryce Simler running at first base for Jennings. 
And the pitch to the plate, ground ball, double play ball to second. Out at second, out at first, ball game over. 4-6-3 double play, that's the fourth double play. And three of them have been started by the second baseman. No runs. One hit, one error. And two left. So that is all in the ninth. And Louisiana Tech wins the series two games to one. They win this game by a score of three to one. And it's really unusual, John, that with all the hits and all the runs we had in the first two games of this series, you got everybody short on pitching. You got the final game should be three to one. That's right, and uh, you know, and uh, the, the, you've got two relievers that go extended innings. You got Sells for the Raiders throw six. You got Tompkins. Uh, for the uh, Bulldogs, who go six as a starter. So, the Raiders dropped this game three to one. They are now 22 and 21 on the season, 11 and 10 in Conference USA. The Bulldogs from Louisiana Tech are 22 and 23 on the season, and they are 11 and 10 in conference play. So these two teams are tied for fourth place right now in Conference USA. We'll take a break. Our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannison Associates online at gcpas.com. For close to a century, doctors and care teams at Ascension St. Thomas Rutherford have been dedicated to delivering compassionate, personalized care to Rutherford County and surrounding communities. We are leading the way with new services and healthcare options, and we continue to make significant investments in Rutherford County. In 2023, we're opening Tennessee's first neighborhood hospital at Westlawn, and expansions at our Rutherford Hospital campus are underway. Find all the care you need at ascension.org slash St. Thomas Rutherford. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Did you realize that over 85% of Americans own a cell phone, but only 40% own an individual life insurance policy? That leaves way too many families who'll be unprotected if they suddenly lose a parent. That's why we'd also like to point out that 100% of State Farm agents offer life insurance. So if you're at the place where procrastination just meant motivation, use that cell phone of yours and call me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel at 931-684-5274. 
The Blue Raiders are winners in the classroom, on the field, and the courts. Richard Lewis here. I want you to win in real estate also. Buying, selling, auction here in Tennessee or along the Gulf Coast, a second home, or investing. Give me a call to help start that winning process. 615-319-9981. Oh, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Richard Lewis, Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You're listening to Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go to the stadium. Here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome back. Welcome into our post-game show as Middle Tennessee drops the final game of this series to Louisiana Tech by a score of Three to one, and John, we finally had a uh, we finally had a pitchers duel in this series. After we uh, had one team get twenty one hits the first game, and another team get eighteen hits the second game, hits were kind of hard to come by today. Yeah, you're talking about fifteen total, um, eight for the the the, uh, the Bulldogs from Louisiana Tech, seven from the Raiders. Difference was walks, Dick. Uh, Dakota Sato had uh, trouble with walks in, in his two and a third innings. And uh, because that uh, uh, two of the three turned into runs there in that first inning. And that was all the, the, the folks from Ruston would need. So the Raiders and the Bulldogs are there tied in fourth place in Conference USA with identical records of 11 and 10. Conference play and the all the overall records are almost identical. Each team has now won 22 games. The difference being the Raiders have lost 21 and the Bulldogs have lost 23, but 11 and 10 in conference play. The final totals for Louisiana Tech. Go ahead, John, give them. Yeah, three runs on eight hits, one error. 12 left on base for Louisiana Tech. For the Raiders, one run on seven hits, one walk, and nine left on base. We're going to have an interview this afternoon. The rain is starting, Dick. I'm not sure I'd want to stand out there and We're not going to have a (laughs) post-game interview because uh, the Raiders have gone to the clubhouse. This rain just came up right as the game ended. And uh, I don't think we're going to be able to go inside the clubhouse with our wireless. No. <laughs> it doesn't stretch quite that far. So anyway, uh, the Raiders and the Bulldogs finish the series 3-1, to one, Louisiana Tech. A winner of the winning pitcher will be Tompkins, 5-0. and oh, He goes 6. Sato, the Raiders starter, goes uh, only 2 and a third, takes the loss. 
and the time of the game was two hours and 37 minutes. And uh, as far as highlights, La Tech got two runs in the first inning, uh, gift runs really because of an error as uh, they picked up another run in the third. And then James Sales came out of the bullpen and pitched brilliantly for the last uh, six innings. Yeah, you look at the, the, the Landon Tompkins, the Louisiana Tech starter. He goes uh, six innings, gives up one run on five hits. You get James Sells, who goes six innings to finish the ball game. He gives up no runs on five hits. Uh, if it was just those two, we'd have a one to nothing ball game. Yeah, Sells <laughs> threw 89 pitches, and uh, their starter Tompkins threw 80. Bates will get the save. And that will be uh, number eight for him. Number four. Well, it says four on this sheet. Yeah. I think eight is. I think eight, eight is correct. So the Raiders have no midweek game this week. Uh, this is final exam week for the semester, and uh, I'm sure they'll be concentrating on that before leaving for Dallas on Thursday to take on the league leading. A team from Dallas Baptist University. We'll have those games for you on the network, 6.30 on Friday, 2 o'clock on Saturday, and 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Any final comments? Uh, I think we just need to uh, uh, have some uh, good study time, excel in the classroom, and then go excel on the baseball field. All right, sounds like a winner. We'll have uh, graduation uh, ceremonies here this coming weekend, and I'm sure some of our baseball players uh, will be celebrating that in Dallas rather than <laughs> rather than here on campus. It's going to wrap it up. Our studio producer has been Jackson Smith. For John Callow, this is Dick Plummer, Blue or Blue Raider Baseball, coming up on Friday, 6.30, game time, 6.15 for the pregame show on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.